Obviously, there's a tremendous amount written about that, since there's a Tanai in Gula that we should want redemption, that we should beg for redemption, as we spoke about last week. So what is this Yeyush Min HaGeula, HaGeula, to give up hope in Geula? Shab says a tremendous Chiddush, which is obviously Mushrash, like everything else in his writings, is Mushrash and the Tikkunim and the Zoyer and the Kisvehari. Rabbi Yaakov Meishu was explaining this what we were up to last week. But Achi Yashu and Agula mean, does not mean we don't care about redemption. We don't care. It doesn't make a difference. Of course we care. There's nothing that's more important. The whole tachlis is that we should come to that time of Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad. So what does it mean, Achi Yisyashu Man HaGeula? Rabbi Yaakov explains that it means that the Ratzin for Gula will be only that. Gula will not be a solution to our political problems, to our social problems, to... This guy's got a problem with psoriasis. This guy's got a this guy's got athlete's foot, and the way Jews always thought traditionally is that oh, my athlete's foot is acting up a lot. Halavai Mashiach will come, and Mashiach will come, then my athlete's foot will be gone. I mean, the foot will be there, but the athlete's foot will be gone, and I'll be fine. And then all Jews will get along and will live happily ever after. And our and our enemies won't bother us. All the toiv that each person according to the toiv that uh, when I was in high school, if, if somebody would have said Mashiach's coming, it would have meant that we would have had a fiberglass backboard, an air-conditioned gym, and it, that's it. That's gula. So, actually, Yashmin doesn't mean that we don't care about redemption. It means that's all that we care about. It's just the opposite. It's all that we care about is being back with the Bari with the Creator. Laman Shemayi Biahava. Mevi Goel, Levnei Vnehem, Laman Shemayi Biahava. I don't want Mashiach because Mashiach is the solution to my issues. I don't want Gula because Gula is going to help my marriage. Gula is going to help my kids. Gula is going to put an end to, the, to waiting online for security in the airport. That's not why I want Gula. There's no Siva at all. There's no reason, there's no cause. There's no external reason, of course. So, means 
until we misyais from the katlas of our way of understanding Gula, of the silliness of of that of a rotsen that's not rooted in Hashem Echad Ushmay Echad. So there has to be an aliyah to the rotsen of Am Yisrael and why we want redemption. The reason for redemption is not to solve my problems or the world's problems. Although that will happen. Just tell me, if somebody wants to get married, and the girl and he says, I, I, would you like to marry me? He proposes. And she says, okay. So I'm not, I'm not busy for the next 70 years or so. I'll get married to you. And, and, uh, and then she asks him, why would you like to marry me? Like, this is so beautiful. This is the most romantic moment of my life. Why, are you, why do you want to marry me? So the guy says, I'll tell you the truth, I can't stand my parents. I've got to get out of here. Which is probably one of the most compelling reasons to get married. And a lot of marriages come off of that. But that's what the guy says. The guy says, I've got to get away from my parents. I have no aids. Also, I heard your father's got a lot of money. So I figure I get away from my parents, get, my, get myself married to him, get a nice house, and that's it. That's why you want to marry me? I'm assuming we get along. It seems we get along okay. But if you ask me the emiss of why we're getting married, the emiss of why I want to marry you is i got to get away from my parents. So if the emiss of why we want to get away, the emiss of why we want Mashiach is we got to get away from the Goyim, or we got to get out of America, or got to get the Jews out of, uh, out of Russia and out of whoever's left in Syria and Egypt or in Bulgaria... That's not it. Then that's not the that's not the Indian of Geula. Although there's no question Hashem Baruch takes every single Jewish krachs into account in his chesed of how he does these things, which we don't understand. But the the Ike, the Shorish, the Yesoid is Umevi Goel Levnevenehem Laman Shemay Biahava. That's why at the end of the first paragraph he says the rotsen for Mashiach is not because I feel like I, I, I must have Mashiach because i got to get out of here or because life has become unbearable it's because of the rotsen hamuchlat the rotsen hamuchlat the absolute will the longing to be back with Hashem is above. That's where, that's where we're up to on the bottom of page Lamed Vav. V'lo ha'yu zaychem Yisrael. V'lo ha'yu zaychem Yisrael. Ha'yu ha'rotzen ha'zem mezgala derech mesharim. If we were zaycha, and if all of this uh, kirov that was going on would be successful, and even the people who were Isaac and kirov should themse- would themselves become bamis yireshamayim, and then this, the gilui would take place of this will, of this longing would be derech meisharim, would be in a straight way. A rotzen to be misyached, to be one with Hashem. If things were going in the right way, there would be a gilui, that rotzen of Am Yisrael to be connected to Hashem, of Hashem Echad, would be derech meisharim, would be straight. Mitzad ha'ahava ha'gemur v'hashleimah. 
because of Ahava. We love God and we want to be with Him. That's plan A. We love God and we want to be with Him. So we want Mashiach, we want Mashiach now, means we want to be together with Hashem and we want that now. And if it would go B'derech Meshoram, that's what it would be. And our whole Avadis Hashem, of course, then would be different. It wouldn't be because we're afraid of getting punished. Oh, I'm an Asla Kabul Pras. Or if I'm going to be a good boy and I behave nicely and I uh, daven and I do mitzvahs and learn, I'm going to get that prize. I'm going to get rewarded. All of that is not, the, again, all of that is not the ik. The same way the, the guy marries the girl, so he should be able to have a nice house. I'm going to ask the Kabul Press. Why are you marrying me? Because I want to have a nice house. Well, why are you marrying me? I, I, I can't stand my, my parents' home, because, uh, which is U.S. I, I, I It's misery, it's punishment, I can't take it. So either to run away from misery, or to, run for, or to be able to get a prize or rewarded for something good, that's not... That's not the tachlis of Hashem Echad Shmei Echad Al Chasna with with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ki mitzad ahavas Hashem v'yiraso hatahayra. Ahavas Hashem v'yiraso hatahayra. Love of God and pure Yiras Shemayim. Yiras Shemayim. Yiras Hashem not because of fear, not because of a patch, not because he's going to beat me up, but because of Yiras Arayimus. I can't stand the thought of him being disappointed in me. I can't bear being apart from him. That's true Yiras Hashem. If I can't even think of doing something that would upset him, that would hurt him, Khalil. Okay, that's plan A. But Hashem always has contingency plans. There's always plan B. But unfortunately, plan B, whenever it's not plan A and it's plan B, even though plan B works, but it's always a painful mahal. It's always, it's always something that Hurts. So this is plan B. Ulam kasha inim zaychim lezeh. If we're not zaychim, to have our rotsen, our will, our determination lifted through love and through true yiras Hashem. Kasha inim zaychim lezeh. And our our whole business with Mashiach is 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 kleinik kapalach is kapnis is to get, get away from our enemies and just to, uh, to, to have a better life. It's all small. So then, is plan B. Then it could be that it will come in a roundabout way. Akifin means in a roundabout way. Indirect. Indirect, which has been our experience, particularly now at the end of time. And what's that way? What's the roundabout way? By an increase, a tremendous increase in chutzpah and in kfir. Chazal spoke about all of this. In Chalik and Sanhedrin and at the end of Saita and many other places in the Medrash and the Zayah. The Gboiris Ha Chutzpah Vahakfira. 
No, so. Chutzpah, we know what it is. There's no real translation. I think even the Goyim just say chutzpah. They gave up on trying to translate that, right? There's no, no word. Audacity. Chutzpah. Kfira. Kfira. Heresy. Again, everything he's writing here is Mushush in in Pnimi Satayra and in the writings of in the teachings of his Rabbi, Rav Kook. Tigbaris ha-chutzpah An increase, a tremendous increase in chutzpah and in kfira. Why? What does that mean? What does that have to do with anything we're talking about? What does chutzpah and kfira have to do with rotzen for redemption, with the rotzen for geula, with an aliyah in the rotzen of Am Yisrael? As you, you want to ask, or you want to I answer? Think, no, I was wondering, is he... I'm talking about, like, actual kfira actual heresy, is he saying that um, going plan B versus plan A is, is an act of Kfiran Chutzpah? Plan B consists of, is based upon, or I shouldn't say based, that's not the right word. Plan B is is manifested, is misgala in in Chutzpah and in Kfiran. It's, it's, it's manifested it doesn't mean, of course, in the writings of Rabbi Yaakov Moshe, it doesn't mean a loss of faith, because there's no such thing. There's an absolute loss of faith. But it means we behave as kaifim and mechutzafim. And that somehow, through that behavior of mechutzafim and kaifim, there's going to be an aliyah to the Rats and Fagula. And I'm asking, why? What's the connection here, Gabi? Isn't he saying chutzpah in terms of going? Chutzpah what? No, that can't be. Look at the next words. Mar is talking about the chutzpah of Yisrael. Yeah. Because the tsar, because the tsar is because the the chutzpah the kfir of the, of the goyim. For sure, it's the hashpa of the of the goyim. For sure, but when the Gemara says, which he which he quotes in that sentence, it's the hashpa of the goyim upon us. That you could say that that's okay. Yeah. But I don't think that's what he's saying here, Gabi. I don't. I don't think that he's saying here. And then he says, "Lam Rois Kol on page Lam Zayin." And despite this, Lam Rois Kol Zayis Yesh Litzapas Beyoyse Legilu Oyel Shemeshich. I think he's talking about within Knesset Yisrael. Within Knesset Yisrael. But 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 what does that have to do with with Chutz Ben Kfir? And that's called, he calls, that's B'der HaKifin. If we would be Zoycha, it would be Ahavis Hashem and Yerus Hashem. If we would be Zoycha. That would be ideal. But if we're not Zoycha, which that seems to be what's happening in the meantime, if we're not Zoycha, the Der HaKifin, the roundabout way, is Tegbaris Chutzbah Kfira, Ikvisid the Mashiach Chutzbah, as the Mara learns, is talking about by Klai Yisrael. 
So any thoughts on this, Chav? What's the need of the Tekboiris Chutzpah Kfirah? Yeah. Chutzpah vis-a-vis the leaders? The regular Hamayin Am. That's part of the, that's part of what it means. That's part, but that's not the side of what it means. That's that's an outcome. We'll get back to that in a second. Yeah, Chesk. We said we said earlier on the Shirem that when someone does a sin, it's it's because of their crying to get close with Hashem. It could be that through the gulas we've fallen so low that that we have to get to this point that we just feel so far we want something so strong that we're going to go to the furthest part to get back to that like that that big expression. So so the chutzpah kfira is the result. So explain a little bit it's, more. It's a, it's a crying out to get closer. So it's like a kid that's kicking and screaming and yelling to get more yeah. attention. Yeah? yeah, to get closer. So kicking and screaming—that's that's that, that that that's on. Yeah, yeah, that's in the in the. Uh, I think again, my my way of understanding it doesn't mean it's, it's right and yours is wrong. I'm just we're trying to understand it together. I, but I think that that's the mahalach. We'll get back to that also in a second. Yeah, dog. Sure he does. It's because that's how they... Vihilo Titzlach. He talks about the Mapilim of something. That the chutzpah of the Mapilim couldn't work at that time when, when there were Jews that tried to jump into it so when they were told they can't. But the... But when it says Vihilo Titzlach, Reb Tzadik says... What we learned from me, what we learned from Michlal that he learned is that in the future it will be matzliach, chutzpah will be matzliach, and if Sadik says when will that be matzliach, beikfus of the Mashiach. Okay, good. So how so how does that come out in the chutzpah? Why, why is there chutzpah and kfir? Why dafka chutzpah and kfir? No, instead you're saying, and everything you're saying is right, and cheski, everything is right. But why dafka and chutzpah and kfir? So it's a ben and an of, it's a cry. So cheski said, say this, like the kicking and screaming. Maybe I missed something. But why chutzpah and kfir, dafka? Why does it have to be in that way of chutzpah and kfir? And, and I'm glad that you mentioned Rebbe because Rebbe certainly is alluding to this. There's no question he's alluding to this. Yes, what? I, I think that just in terms of when I think about chutzman kfira, it's more of a not caring than a kicking and screaming or a crying. Oh. Because yeah. 
you're crying and kicking and screaming, then you're still believing. You're still they're still caring and the relationship. Right. It's unclear. It's almost like I'm totally fine. Like we have what we have, and I don't I don't need anything else. I don't need Mashiach and some sort of complacency. You're right. That's what chutzpah kfir. Chutzpah kfir is is not holding on. Chutzpah kfir is letting go. Chutzpah kfir is letting go. Letting go is not a sign of It's not a sign of caring. It's not a sign of wanting. You're talking about kicking and screaming because I want it so badly. So it comes out in the crazy ways. That is right. Chutzpah kfir, l'chayra, the whole Indian of chutzpah kfir is do me a favor, leave me alone. Which is what I think we see now is tremendous Yeah, what do I need it for? Who cares? Who cares? What's that I'm saying? When you hear Chutzpah and Kfira, I can just build up what Zeb says, but also a little further. It's not just that I don't care. I'm complacent. It's Chutzpah. I'm against that which other people are for. I'm co-parenting what other people are for, and I disagree with them, and I'm going to argue with them. It's a certain amount of passion that's going on over there. And Rav Cook likes to talk about how passion, like for a Hodazar, when the Yitzhar of a Hodazar was removed, there's a certain amount of passion about Rosh Hashanah, but it's also moving at the same time. When we're passionate in the opposite direction, perhaps that passion can be um, can be channeled into the proper the proper vessels when it's revealed, when when because the Mashiach is revealed, and everything is uh, very good. Very very good. It's coming together. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah, Ari. And then following that up is if we're not going to be able to be on that level of the first of Plan A of the, so then, like you were saying, to channel that same passion, but to still ha- we still need to have that same passion, even if it's for something else. Good. But the fact, the only way to bring Mashiach is through that, having that same, like, meter, that same character trait of the passion, which comes in, which manifests itself in Chutzpah. Excellent. The underlying, the underlying shirish, the root of Chutzpah and Kfir, the, the Sherish of Chutzpah and Kfira is I'm not Meshubah to anybody. I'm not Meshubah to anybody. You're not going to tell me what to do. Now, that in of itself, of course, Kfira, when it's in the Levushim of Kfira, is disgusting. It's, it's, it's the sickness of, of, of heresy. But a person who's a mechutzil and is a kaifer, he is a liberated person. His rustin is free. He he he's in a, he, he's in a place of his atzmus harotz. What Aru is saying, what really you're all saying in different lishanis, was what's missing most is the midah of wanting. The essence of a human being, an Adam, is Ma'od. That's all the Kadmanim talk about that. Rabbi Nebuchay, Maral. Adam is Ma'od. To be able to be in a place where the Ma'odius of who you are is free from external influences, is free from the Shibudim of Golis. The trademark of Golis is that when Meshubit, we, lo- we lost our will. We lost our ruts. We conform to the rich of everybody else. Because your boss tells you what to do. You're, 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 the, 
because the, the Gestapo tells me to do. The, 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 the slave uh, guy, the guy that's in charge of the slaves, he told you what to do. But the, the, the common denominator is a loss of will, a loss of rotsen, a loss of passion and desire and, and a loss of freedom, of, free, uh, of being free to decide, to choose, to want. That's the common denominator of all of, of, all of Golos, of what Golos means. I'm a chutzif a kaifer, and this is what you would have started to, to move things more in that direction. I'm a chutzif a kaifer in the very act of unburdening himself of all the mishabdim in a very deep and mysterious way has, take, has, has taken a tremendous leap toward HaKadosh Baruch. A tremendous jump toward HaKadosh Baruch. Of course, in the present moment, the levushim are tzoim, are disgusting. Discussed. And we've seen by the by real by traditional kaifrim by real kaifrim that that they'll go out of their way to make the ball the dance on Yom Kippur night. It's not stam. It has to be on Yom Kippur night. Because you're not going to tell me what to do either. No one's telling me what to do. So the one who is sitting in heaven is laughing and crying. The crying, of course, is that there are Jews that are dancing in Yom Kippur. The Jews who come and go on Aliyah to Israel and they, and they start kibbutzim, they, they open up communities where the whole Yisrael of the community is no one in this place is going to know what it means Shema Yisrael, Shema Kedesh, Shema Chad. Well, they never bother a Jew to hear. You can't say Shema Yisrael, it's so terrible, Shema Yisrael. Not in our place, there's no Shema Yisrael. In our place. Which means the opposite of caring. No one's going to tell me what to do. But the Baruch is saying that the beginning of Geula, the beginning of Geula is, the Geula, the Sherish of Geula is the Aliyah of Ratzin. And the Aliyah of Ratzin is, I am free from all Shibudim, Aleph. If it would come, B'derech Meisharim, then all of our love and all of our passion, all of our will would be poured into God in that, in that relationship. Well, let's use the, let's try to use a martial relationship. I don't know if this works. If we take this now to a martial relationship, so you say, let's say you have a guy, and um, there's a girl that he knows, and and they have some episode relationship. They maybe at work, they met at work, and they're talking to each other. The truth is that they have a lot in common, and this could potentially be a very, very good shidduch. But this guy, this guy right now is seeing like 14 other girls. And he's, he's caught up in that whole Indian. So she understands that in order for him to be able to, in order for him to be able to have a relationship with me, In order for him to ultimately come back to me, or have a shaykhis to me, there needs to be a complete and utter rejection of everything else that surrounds him, of all the other mishabdim in his life. The guy's got too many strings attached to him. The personality of Golas and the life that we, we adjusted to in Golas was a life without rutz, without will. The whole 
yisoid of a kaifer and a mechotzef is, I have only one thing, there's only one voice that I listen to in the world, and that's my own. No one's mishabit me. Now, if you just stop there, then we have a kaifer, and we have a, we have a kaifer, and we have a mechotzef. Uh, there's nothing that's more, that's uglier than a, a, a kaifer mechotzef. But if, as Ari was saying, but if that's a Pesach into Shlav Beis, and after, as it usually works with the Kaifim and the Mechutzafim, they crush, they, they, they break, they crush everything that, that is against them and might be in their way. But after the dust settles and the Kaifim and the Mechutzaf is left in a place of total emptiness because now that he's gotten rid of everybody else that's telling him what to do, he doesn't know what he himself wants to do. That's the beginning of redemption. That's the schalf of the gula. We're living in a time that everything that is holy, everything that's precious, that's always been holy and precious to us, has been crushed and destroyed and broken to many pieces. The chutzpah, the kvir. At the end of time, is unbelievable. Not just by Jews, lahavdu by bechlal in the world. So the other side, the sitrach will tolerate Jews going on without any passion, without any care. We're not meshavad ourselves to Hashem either. There's something, there's something very, very significant about a person who's a kaifer and is a mechutzaf. Not that anybody's recommending that way of behavior. But the mitzvahs of kfir and chutzpah is a mitzvah of people who are tired of being told what to do by those who are not them. The gula means recognizing. Listen to this. This, this has to be very carefully worded recognizing that what I want to do, the MS what I want to do, is what I was being told to do all along. What I really want to do is put on film. What I really want to do, what I really want to do is to keep Shabbos. That's what I, that's what I really want to do. Because the elokus inside of me is who I am. The mechutzah from the kaifer can't stand outside voices. Therefore, he destroys everybody out on the outside. He rejects everybody on the outside. But when this person realizes that the voice inside of himself is God, Anochi Hashem Elokech. Anochi Hashem Elokech. That when he understands that, when he comes back to that place of Anochi Hashem Elokech, then we have a, a Jew that's on fire with on fire with Akash Baruch. He just can't stand anybody else telling him what to do. The Kaifer. So in the beginning, the, of course, he's Kaifer Bashem. Of course, he's Kaifer Bashem. Because he sees Hashem as being Paro. There used to be a Paro, and there was a Nuvachanetzer, and there's a Haman, and the latest version of a Meshabed. The latest version of a Meshabbat is who? The latest version of Meshabbat is God himself. The grand, the grand Puba. He's the biggest Meshabbat. He's the biggest Meshabbat. As long as there's a voice from the outside, he's telling me what to do, I'm not going to do it. And since he's the biggest Meshabbat, the biggest war that this Jew has, the Mechutz of the Kaifa has, the biggest war he has is against God, not against power and not against Nebuchadnezzar. The biggest Melcham he has is with God. Because he's the biggest Meshavit. Because he's got, he's got me, 
every minute of the day doing stuff for him. I can't, I can't stand it. Since Geula depends ultimately and means ultimately a Ratzon Chavshi. So in Hatikva this is Liot Am Chavshi Barat Sayin. What did they the, I, I, what did they mean by that? Liot Am Chavshi in Eretz Yisrael when the Chilonim say somebody is Chavshi, you know what he means. What does he mean Chavshi? Chavshi min Amitzus. That that lesson goes back to Chazal. A rumim min Amitzus. Chavshi min Amitzus. It means to be free. Lios am Chavshi Barat Sayin to be free in our land. Isn't that the ultimate irony? To be free of the Rabbani Shalom. And then the next words is our land. Our land? Ah, so it means that you're not free. Because if you still are mighty, that just sells our land, that means you still believe in the, in the big guy. Because where else does it come from, that just so? Who told you that it's our land? Lios am chavshi But the Yesaita Dava is to be chavshi, to be free. Children do this to their parents all the time. And as we get closer to the Mashiach, this is stronger and stronger. And I talk about this in shul a lot. This, this tofa'a that we see in our days. It's stronger than ever before. I mean, it, it's always been like this, but now? The frumest kids in the neighborhood are the kids that were raised in the, in the, in the least from homes. The, want, the ones who want Yiddishkeit most desperately, the ones who were told, ah, it's nothing. And the kids where they were, the, the kids where, they, the, where their parents said, uh, you have to have payas, you have to go like this, you have to... Those are the kids that are the first ones to snip off the payas. But when you have a mother that says, if you ever grow payas, first I'm going to kill myself and then I'm going to kill you. Those mothers that said that, those mothers that say that, those, those are the kids that have the longest payas. If you want to guarantee that your kid's going to have payers, tell them you better not grow payers. And if you want to make sure that your kid's never going to want to have payers, you tell them you better not put any payers. You better wear payers that he's not going to have payers. But you see this all over the place. You have some kid walks in all of a sudden, he walks in the shop, he's wearing a back chair. So what are you doing with that? He says, you know, he wants to identify with, uh, with his rabbi or with the Balshamtav or whatever it is. I said, you know, your parents, it's not going to go over so good. So I didn't tell my parents yet. He said, this is a, what we call a classic milsa davide leglue. You know, you're coming to shul in a bekesha. You don't daven in the same place as your parents. Your father's going to find out you wore a bekesha. Why does this kid want to wear a bekesha? There's one reason why. I mean, maybe there's, there's, there are a lot of reasons. But one reason, the, the, the reason is, I want to be free from that. I want to be free from my parents' way of Yiddishkeit. I got to get out of that. I want to be free. So he's a mechutzef and he's a kaifer. He rejects his parents. He's kaifering his parents. He's cutting the ropes that have that have that have been holding to something that he doesn't feel as him. So his way of being himself is by putting on a bakish. Ask him why do you have to dress like in some medieval way in order to be yourself? I don't know, but that's what he does. He's got to be himself. He's looking for he's looking for that. Then the other guy who's, who's who the other guy. When, by his bar mitzvah, his father gave him 14 different bekishas to wear. Please, please, I'll, I'll get you with, with leaves, colors, gray, blue, whatever you like. Just wear a bekisha, please. And the, and, and, and the kid looks at the bekishas, and all he wants to do is to like, come to his bar mitzvah in his sweatshirt and with a hood. <laughs> and the father's standing there begging him, 
just for the just for the pictures, can you put on a back of shirt? He said, I'd rather die. I'm not wearing a back of shirt. He says, but the Zaydim, the elders, everybody's coming to the to the bar mitzvah. Put on just for the for the Zaydim. Have Rachmanis on your Zayd. Put on a back of shirt. No way, not wearing that thing. He wants to come with his hood to the bar mitzvah. Just take off your hood for the pictures. No. <laughs> That's himself. That's himself. What, he's, he's a lunatic? Why would any person in his right mind walk around with the hood the whole time? The terrorist says, I, I have to be free. I have to be free. Now, I, I, I'm, using, I'm not saying that therefore you should raise the kid the opposite way. It's <laughs> a bit how to raise a child. We're not talking about that now. But a little bit you have to do. You have to be. You have to do a little bit of that, but that's that's not for now. How your kid should be should rebel against him should come out right. It's a big chacham. Should rebel against the parents and it comes out okay. That's a big chacham. But but the 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 bottom line is, liot chavshi. I'm free. That's an aliyah to the rotsin. It's an aliyah to this person's rotsin. He has a rotsin. Has a rotsin. I was in a class from one of the other chavis a few weeks ago, and there was a boy in the class that was mechutzev, and he was, you know, he's, you know, I, whatever I'm saying, so he's knocking, you know, and the guys, the, the guy, the other guys that were there felt like it's not nice. So he said, "Have their chavs," and, and and I and I was saying, "No, I, this is good. This is a mechayik. Beat me up, good. Beat me up. Keep on hitting. Keep on punching." Even though what he was saying was totally wrong, but keep on punching. You know which fish tastes the best? The one that was the one that was flopping around the most in the big after you brought him home? I used to go fishing with my father. That's my that's the one my father always took for Shabbos. We used to go fishing years ago. You come back, we used to go to Newburgh. Come back, you have a couple of fish. Even in Flushing Meadow Park, years ago you used to be able to go fishing. You get carp. Look covered Shabbos. And and I go to my father and you take the fish out and you give it a knack. Catch, you give it a knock and you kill him. And there's always one that, there's always one of the fish that likes not done. He's not done. And he's in the big. And as my sister and I we always go, that was like a spooky thing, right? The fish is dead and he still he still has like a his service. <laughs> my father my father would always say, that's for covered shots. <laughs> I like that fish. This guy is a machutsif. I killed him and he's still alive. He's a machutsif. He's a kaifer. No? This fish is a kaifer. He's kaifer in Misa. He's kaifer in death. The Baruch Shalom wants such Jews that we're mechutzafim and mechaifim. You know what it is to be kaifer avodazar, to be kaifer death, to be kaifer everything that's bad, to be a mechutzaf, like it says by, 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 by Hanani Mishal and Azariah, the whole world was, was shaking and they had three Jews that stood up to them and said to them, yeah, kill us. It's either, it, 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 we don't care. It's God or we'll die. We don't care. No one tells us what to do. Not the Muchanetza. Why does somebody have to make fun of the guy? Because he himself is cooking. He needs to make fun. He has to put down. It's the whole Indian, the whole mentality. This is the chutzpah. And Rabbi Akamashi says. How the Irish Mashiach, the light of Mashiach, is shining in this in this outwardly depressing situation. 
This person doesn't doesn't feel this person doesn't even feel that what that Kashbaruch is forcing him to redemption. And Kilo it's Kilo what that everything that Hashem is doing is Laman Shemoy Behav that Kashbaruch. In other words, Hashem's will is completely free, and this Jew's will is completely free. Hashem is a total Baal Bechira. Not Mitzad Hechrich. Why not Mitzad Hechrich? Because these Jews are not worthy of redemption. And as far as the Jews themselves are concerned, it's coming from a place, they're, 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 they're now in a place of rotsen, of being free. What does it mean? There's no Siba in Tamshul Hechrech because there's nothing that's forcing Hashem to redeem these people who appear to be unredeemable. It's such an amazing thing. He's saying a very deep thing. Even though when we look at it, so that it seems like God has no reason to redeem these people because they don't look like they're redeemable. They're not behaving right. And we claim not to have any interest in redemption. There's one thing that's left. Raw will. Raw desire. It's still going to come by an awakening from below, a wanting from below, and a and that's unlike Gulus Mitzrayim, because everybody knows that by Mitzrayim, the whole Mitzrayim was what? The whole Pesach took place, coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not from us. There was no Iserusa de la was everything was from Hashem. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu's and so on, to take us out of Mitzrayim. We already gave up. We were completely tolerant of that matzah that we were in. We didn't enjoy the slavery because it hurts. But as far as being Eretz uh, Yisrael and being like the others, we couldn't kill us. So Kashbohu zapped us and he took us out from Mitzrayim and he lifted us up in one night, Zugi Lishchina, like we say by the Seder, Zugi Lishchina. He was Megal the Shechina, and in one second, in the Tagim Yenesis, Hashem took us to Eretz Yisrael and we brought the Karb Pesach in Yushalayim. On the night of Pesach, that we were taken like Al Kanfi and Nishar. We went by, in one second we were taken up to the highest madrigas. The holy need of Pesach is that everything was not in the, in the, in the normal order of Yisrael Everything came from Hashem. But that's not how the ghoul of Mashiach takes place. The same way the world was created, that there was nobody there to tell Hashem to make the world. Hashem did it completely by his own free choice. So too, Hashem took his out of Mitzrayim. Nobody told him to do that. Nobody told God to do it. In other words, there was no Hisarvis Milamata to motivate Kivyocha, the Creator, to take us out of Egypt. The same way there was no motivation to, take, to create a world. Complete Rotson, Hashem. Everything was Laman Shemo. That's how He created the world, and that's how He took us out. Laman Shemo. But Hashem made things in such a way that the final redemption, there has to be, we have to, there has to be input mitzidenu from, from us. It's an awakening from below. It's an awakening from below. But isn't that a steer? It does not contradict 
what I just said, that the final redemption has to take place, Kivyachal, completely, Hashem, Aratz Napashit, and that we are Kaifim, Chutzafim, Kilo, and we don't ask for redemption at all. I'm going to give this for Homer. Okay, that's for Homer. I'm not going to read it. It's already, it's already one o'clock. But the last, the last how, isn't this a steer? Isn't there a contradiction? That on the one hand, they're saying there can't be any Sibor, there can't be any Hechrech. Hashem is going to take us out, Laman Shemo. Totally unworthy, totally unredeemable, and Hashem's going to take us out. Nothing is compelling him to do that. Rutzen, Pasha, just like he created the world. But then, then he says, but the final ghoul has to take place. Not that way. The final ghoul takes place with what? In other words, that we have to be pushing, we have to do something. Ki'ilu Hashem is going to respond to our Rutzen Fagula. So isn't that a steer? Isn't that a contradiction? How does that work? So the last few sentences here are very... The last uh, sentences two are very, very difficult. So, Mitzvah Shem, we'll, uh, maybe if you have a chance, take a look at that. And when we, come, when we begin next week, we'll read the words, and then we'll hit, talk a little bit about your thoughts. Yeah, Gavi? On the micro level, I understand what says it's not so dangerous. Like, for God against appearance, you go to Yeshiva. But on the Kalala, religious anarchy, how would we bring it down to the nice and make it happen? You see that we make them, they're not so successful right now. How, how do we go about to bring it down to the Asiya? We're not allowed to, to, to conspire. I'm not saying they conspire against the state, but they conspire against those who are holding us back from bringing it Most of the Muhammads that we have to conduct nowadays are. are personal and private and not, not uh, as a cloud but it's an important question we're not ready for it yet that's really more in the Chalban I, 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 I know so in, that's the whole Seifi Hakitsu Hakitsu Ramnu is on this Nakud Zil Gmar that's the whole Seifi that's on that Nakud I will continue next week